Cynical Sheep is a listener-supported program. That means we depend upon you, the listener, to help us grow and keep the show going. You can help us by liking and sharing this podcast, leaving a review, and interacting with us on Facebook. If you have a question or if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, drop us a line at cynicalsheep.gp at gmail.com. Want you to get up this morning, skip around like a lamb. Well, it got. I don't never change. Oh, oh, it will be gone. This is Cynical Sheep, and I'm here with Tony. Tony, how's it going? It is going, Aaron. It's going well, man. Uh, God is good. Things, uh, life is good. Um, <laughs> all the time god is good that's right <laughs> that's some that's a young blood advice if you're a young man and you're listening to this podcast that's how you need to tell whether you should keep dating a girl or not that's the first thing you should say god is good if she says yes he is get rid of her She's got- <laughs> she <had> to- <laughs> how are you Aaron? vice versa yeah i'm good yeah, I'm doing doing as well as I can. Yeah, got you. What are we doing this week? This week, we're doing another segment of Watch Your Language. Watch your gonna, language. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're going to talk about keep <laughs> up the meat and spit out the bones. I know we mentioned that earlier in the podcast, and I was wanting yep. to go over it tonight. Um, it's something um. I've mentioned before, when I was younger, it was meant to mean that you concentrated on the main portion of the message, but maybe not so much the rabbit trails that the pastor may have gotten off on throughout. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it sort of evolved over time. I've watched it, this, you know, just uh, happen over the course of my life now it's or in somewhere between now and then it was it's meant it was meant to mean just take the good parts of the message and you kind of ignore the bad because maybe the pastor is new or maybe um you know whatever the reason was you took the good parts of the message and you ignored the bad and now i think it's more of an excuse for letting your congregation sift through bad theology just searching for a nugget of gospel truth. Yeah, it seems that, you know, that's how, that's the danger of it. I think that's what it's transitions towards. I think you're correct. Um, but, uh, yeah, because I always believed it to mean what you said originally, you know. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, though, n- nowadays it, it's, like everything, man, there, there's so many ways to approach this with, uh, um, but with social media and the availability of everything, everything being in our fingertips, uh, it, it's a double-edged sword almost in a sense, because I, I see too where, um, man, it's so easy to take stuff out of context, you know? Yeah. Uh, while on one hand, I think where we're going tonight, um, so I won't spend much time on this side of the coin, but 
Um, I know we're, we're probably going tonight, but the other side, just mention that real quick, is, is like I said, you know, everything is so easily taken out of context. I mean, all, you know, you look at your favorite social media platform, and I promise it won't take much for you to find, you know, a small snippet of somebody, you know, uh, uh, whether a politician or, or a pastor or whatever else um, who shared something and then something uh, was taken, you know, a, a snippet was taken out of something they said. And now all of a sudden, you know, it, it, it would tend to uh, have the believer believe or the listener rather, or, or the viewer believe something else that was being conveyed rather than what was actually said. So anyways, that's just right. Yeah, what prompted this, um, and I've, I've been wanting to do a segment on this, but what prompted, I had a discussion, was having a discussion with somebody the other day, and um, I I listened to a video, was just kind of halfway listening to it, but I heard enough of it um, to know that, you know, somebody was misusing the scripture and everything else, and I, and, you know, before, just my, <laughs> it's like a knee jerk reaction. I was like, just blurted it out. Like, that's not what that text is about. And, uh, the person told me like, well, after the discussion continue, they're like, well, I, I think the way you interpret is different than the way that, you know, X, Y, and Z interprets it. And I just told myself, but that's a problem. You know, it's not, uh, <laughs> not to be too aggressive about it, but <laughs> you know, there, there are some, there are some gray areas. We'll get, we, I mean, you can get into that in the Bible. There's, you know, um, and I've heard people say that doctrine divides and I don't believe that. I believe false doctrine divides people, not, not true doctrine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would like to say that the reason why we have so many different churches and denominations and everything else is it's only because of worship styles or it's only because of different interpretations of the gray areas of the Bible. You know, whether Mm -hmm. women should wear, you know, should they wear big hats in church or should they just cover their you know, the tops of their heads or something like that, you know, something that doesn't really matter to a hill of beans, but this person that this set of people has have these convictions on this one topic. And, you know, the other one, other denomination, maybe it's not so much, but I don't believe that's the case. I believe a lot of it nowadays is you have uh, all of these different churches in even one town. I don't know how many churches we have in where I live. Uh, there's quite a bit, but, uh, for the most part, if they're all interpreting the Bible a different way, then that's, that's really not that's not the way it's meant to be read, or it's mm-hmm. not meant to be taught that way. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, oddly enough, uh, during my research, I did I did find this. Um, I found, uh, and this is actually. I read a, a blog that just came across by Keith Sobus, but I saw this in more than one 
location that a lot of people attribute this, um, uh, you know, eat the, eat the meat, throw away the bones, eat the fish, throw away the bones, any of those. Uh, they, um, they attribute it. Some people uh, trace this back to actual scripture. That scripture being First uh, Thessalonians 5, 20 and 21, uh, where uh, it said, Paul says, don't despise prophecies, but test all things, hold on to what is good. And the problem with that, is, as he points out in, in this blog, is that that's, um, which, again, you can kind of see where that came from then you know that saying you know may have derived from that had some had some roots there or at least some people thought it did but um the problem with that is uh it, it doesn't take too much to to realize again here it says the 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 opening of that is don't despise prophecy this this isn't the passage about teachings which are, are completely different things and this is right. this was in this that would that is what that was intended for and for good reason because there's um a human element involved with prophecy that doesn't necessarily exist with uh with just preaching the word and, right. and you know for all the reasons you said Aaron and uh you know the Bible says those that uh preach the word to be hard we judge differently judge you know more harsh and so anyways and so i, I think it's uh while it may or may not have gotten its origins there um i think it's really misguided to apply that and apply what was meant for you know prophecy um and determining whether prophecy that you were being you know that somebody was telling you was was uh from God or not, and somebody who is intentionally trying to—I I don't want to say intentionally trying to mislead, but somebody um, is trying to probably, like in the case you're referring to, uh, make the Bible fit their narrative, make make yeah. Scripture fit their narrative. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I, th I think that's the pitfall there, and I, and I think that that's what you got to be careful with. Yeah, the um, I, I like I like to use the illustration of um, when I was growing up, we had a lot of uh, fish fries. Whenever we did one of my that my grandpa was my granddad, whatever you know, when it he was in charge of cooking for, uh, we would our parents had to pick through our plates because he he. I didn't see a filet fish. I, I don't think until I was in high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't. I, you know, I, I heard about it or something, or maybe I saw it on TV or whatever. But yeah. that's just not the way. You know that he did it. He would take them and he would uh, stake all of his fish up. So, mm. but there's catfish or buffalo, and if you ever eaten a buffalo fish, you know they're full of bones. Full of bones. And uh, the the danger with that, if my parents were not diligent and picking through that for me um then it could have been you know it could have had all kinds of health repercussions because of that i could have choked you know you could have had one of those bones rupture my appendix whatever you know mm. um but there's a lot of dangers in that and i think it's a good illustration to use because in the church you have 
various levels of maturity. And when when the pastor or whoever's you know sending the message that giving the message that day, I think it would behoove them to take more care in the meal that they're preparing for the flock. Lifeway survey from 2017. It shows about 53% of 1,000 Americans that were surveyed uh, were biblically illiterate. And I'd like to see what the uh, study is, like Pew Research or something like that, of people inside the church, what it actually is. But I think I think people need to be really careful when they come up there to teach. And that's probably why the Bible uh, gives that strict warning about it. When you go to teach somebody something, you know, you need to be careful because there's a right way to interpret this and there's a wrong way. Hmm. And, I mean, there's libraries um, of books that you can find on proper exegesis, hermeneutics, you know, all these theology books, there's stacks and stacks of them. Um, that people have taken the time over the years, and and we live in a time now that we're just sitting on a wealth of information. But I, I feel like it's uh, a lot of it's squandered. You know, we just we've <laughs> in the in our modern uh, society, we've kind of gotten a little bit too smart for our own good. If that makes sense. Yeah. We're just kind of we're ignoring all of the you know people that have come before us that have actually taking the time to spend their lives studying this, you know, all these subjects and, you know, how to actually study the Bible and everything else. And we just kind of throw it out and we're like, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's not spirit-led or something like that, you know, whatever. And I, I, think, it's, I think it's very spirit-led because you're actually coming to the text in a reverent manner mm. and not being so lackadaisical about it yeah yeah i think that's it too there's a we talk about this all the time right there's a danger and just um soaking everything in that you hear anyways and uh, you know i'm with you i think a personal responsibility um to uh to test everything uh and um i don't know i i and not so much even a, I say responsibility, but for anybody who is um, truly wanting to grow, I think it's a, I think it's an undeniable reality that you gotta, that you've got to do that, you know. Um, yeah. And so, and, and not and just not only so that you can test something against uh, what you uh, what you you know something you hear, but but also you know as you hear something, I mean, cause I think it's one thing, uh, I, I would almost say, and, and correct me if you don't agree with this, Aaron, let me know. But, uh, I would almost say with any, anybody that preaches, at least preaches long enough, um, there's going to be a point in time, where there's going to be something said that for whatever reason, you're not necessarily going to agree with. And, right. uh, yeah, I, I think unfortunately, I think most of the time, that's a human nature thing, you know. Uh, especially if uh, it's something that deals with some some personal 
seeing this unrepentant or something, you know, or, or something that hits a nerve maybe or whatever else. And, and maybe you actually even look at it differently later at a different time or something. But uh, anyways, but no, I, I, but I, I think that all of us, even mature Christians and young Christians alike will, will encounter that. I think the issue becomes is then, you know, when you've got the, the Buffalo preachers, right. How about that? How about that analogy yeah. where, uh, where, where there's more bones than there is meat, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's why, you know, your, your, your own accountability in that and, and knowing for yourself so that you can test against things is important because I, I I've, I've seen it. I've had, I've, I've experienced both. I've experienced, uh, and, and usually it's on a national level because, um, you know, the guys that are more well-known, of course, there's more out there. There's more, it's going to happen in two places. I, I find it's number one, it's going to be with the guys that everybody knows that, you know, yeah. there's a million of their sermons out there. So there's more to, you know, more available. So you're going to be able to have access to more and, and, and then your own church, you know, you, the pastor you listen to or pastors you listen to weekly. Um, more often than not, that's, that's the, that's the two times it's just going to happen. And I've had it happen. And like I said, majority of the time it's with, it's with the, the national guys, but it has been local to my, my own church, but uh, where, where I've had it both ways. I've had guys that I would listen to and then I learned something about them uh, from one, one thing or another that I hadn't picked up on necessarily in the sermon. And then all of a sudden I look at everything and now I, I have to, you know, their teachings and I have to, I have to look at it through that lens. And there's a lot of them that I don't listen to anymore because of that, because I, I learned of something and a way they interpret scripture and not just the gray area that we talked about, but things to me that are, and things that are for most Christians should be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It should be uh, primary doctrine. Yes, 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 exactly. They should be just, this is just the staples, right? This is, right. this is a um, non-negotiable. That, that's what I'm looking for that. And so, uh, and in those instances, I, I don't listen anymore. And then, and then there's other, and there's others that have said things really not even necessarily uh, with scripture, but things that people, you know, have jumped on, latched on to. And uh, honestly, it's just that people, didn't like what somebody had to say not necessarily a you know scriptural thing or whatever else and some of those guys i've, I've, I've uh continued continue to listen to so but but it comes down to knowing you know and granted i have a long way to go i'm not my you know my scriptural knowledge is not such that uh i can't be taught you know right. uh, but but i do think that's important to have that basis to have that foundation so yeah, it's and you you mentioned you know it's it's a personal responsibility to test things. Um, you know this is the reason I bring this up and I bring it up a lot. It it comes up in conversations a lot. You know, well, then just come up naturally in conversation. Nobody wants to talk about the let's have a riveting discussion about theology. No wonder you don't have any friends, man. Come on, <laughs> but. Now, I mean, uh, when it does come up, uh, the the problem I see with, you know, the the 
chew up the meat and spit out the bones is if you have a, a younger Christian, a, a you know, baby Christian, toddler, whatever you want to call them, even a you know, I'm not necessarily talking about their age, I'm talking about their level of maturity in the scripture, they may not know enough about the Bible to test that and they could take it at face value and mm-hmm. you know, and they're applying that to you know, how they interpret scripture. What and I'll, I'll give, I don't like to call it, you know, state a problem without stating a solution, right? So right. a solution to that, and I tell people when they go to study, like, well, you know, if they, and it's it's been asked me, like, how, how do you study Bibles? Like, you look for, you look for Christ. Um, If you listen to him, or if you, if you're reading the scripture when he's on the uh, road to Emmaus, and he's, it says he shows them that, how the scriptures, everything that the, uh, basically everything that the Old Testament was about him. Everything that it said in the Old Testament, all of it concerned him. And if you, so I, I, I tell people to use that approach. When you're reading the, when you're reading the Bible, look for, look for Christ. And uh, it can be difficult. There's some very uh, odd passages in there. Um, uh, that it it may be hard to be like, what is this saying about Christ? Like, well, is it historical? Is it, you know, what kind of, I would say, what kind of book are you reading? Because there's different genres of books in the Bible as well. So um, you may have to suss it out. And you may have to get, I'd like to come up with, uh, try to come up with a conclusion about what it's saying on my own. Um, if I'm studying something, uh, really study on it and try to figure out without any additional help before I start turning to commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but commentaries are, and they're, they're abound online too, um, for free. Um, I have a, uh, somewhere I have a whole collection of matthew henry commentaries like the the literal <laughs> books and now you can get those online for free so and i imagine at the time you know i didn't pay for them this was something i inherited from my dad's library so um but i'm sure at the time when he bought that it was a it was a pretty penny but it's mm-hmm. totally free now so the the resources are there um and i would um Another thing I wanted to mention, I mean, when we're talking about theology and people's beliefs, whether you're a mature Christian and you're uh, maybe a deacon, you're going to talk to a pastor about something he said, um, or you're somebody states a belief, and I, I, I wouldn't advocate maybe necessarily having a knee-jerk reaction like I do sometimes and being so aggressive with uh well that's not what that passage means or you know however you go about it it's it's kind of important to remember to put on your kid gloves and try to think of a way to approach the uh topic without without trying to you know try not to be as if you know you don't want to be abrasive about it but because when people get a belief that's the that's the one thing you'll find if they have a belief and it's deeply rooted, uh, someone that probably 
probably back in their life somewhere, someone that they trusted and loved and and really admired told them this about scripture and they took it at face value and now you're getting them in their face and they don't see it as you're saying you're trying to they don't see it as you trying to explain what the passage means they see it as you attacking them or you attacking this person that told them that so you kind of have to remember that too social media is not a uh, good place to try to voice your concerns about <laughs> theology or something like you know, or not theology, but like maybe someone says something heretical or uh, or they're in heterodox. You know, it's it's probably best not to call them out in public or you know go that way. Uh, Speaking from experience. Uh, Aaron or <laughs> yeah, <a little> bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes over <laughs> goes goes over like a snowball in a heater. Doesn't work that well. Well, because it's just like you said too. When it's, it's social media, it's over. You know, you're saying something over text. Yeah. So, you know, you can if uh, your wife sends you a picture of the dress she's going to wear to an event. And you send back just the text. Is that what you're going to wear tonight? You can change the inflection on every word in that sentence, and it will become a different meaning altogether. You know? Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is are true. You, are you wearing that dress tonight? <laughs> you wearing that dress tonight? You know, it's just <laughs> so. You know. <laughs> And the reader, you have no control over this, how the reader, what, you know, what syllable they put the emphasis on. So fair, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and that's right. You, you don't, it's not, it's not the place. It's, can we, can we just agree that it's not the place to air most grievances? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, so does not stop us. <laughs> does not stop us. No, no human nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, that's uh. Now nah, I think what you said though it is it, it's really good. Um, especially you know, like you said, for the, the young the young believer not not being spiritually mature. Um, that's why that's why we all have that responsibility, you know, to uh. <sighs> to to be able to you know watch what we convey you know and then and watch how we teach others what we've learned you know as far as like you 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 hit the nail on the head how how do you um how do you study the bible you know that that's the way to go about it and your approach is 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 quite similar to mine when when um, when I do, I, I, I want to dig in. I, I want my answers to come from, you know, the, the, the text uh, of what I'm reading or, you know, or, uh, or I want God to speak to me, you know, on, on, on what it is I'm supposed to getting out of. And, and what you said a minute ago, too, this is something I was going to comment on, is that uh, there's a lot of what goes into reading the Bible and understanding Scripture is understanding, like you said, you know, the um 
what type of a book you know uh, you're reading you know whether historical or you know what what type of book it is uh the audience it was written for um a lot of times uh that that will give you a lot of context into you know what scripture means um it's something that when you try to read now uh if, if it sounds like um there's a pretty good chance if it sounds like something like oh wow wow you know then yeah. there's a chance that it was written for an audience that you know quite honestly would have interpreted that completely different and so knowing that audience and knowing you know um yeah, I don't. I don't have a specific example offhand, but just knowing, you know, uh, the author's intent the best you can, and a lot of times you can get that, you know, by what we know about the author. Um, and so, anyways, and 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 again, the, their audience, what type of writing it is, all of those things, you know, um, come into play. And so, uh, so teaching teaching one how to you know study is is critical critical and we've talked about being a mentor to you know each other or finding a mentor or something like that and if you've been in the church for a a little while i mean you should be busting at the bit you know this is not just a uh guy thing this you know this is you know both men and women you should be itching to take a young Christian under your wing. Um, I've heard a lot of times, and when I was, you know, you heard, I'd heard a lot when I, you know, you'd ask somebody, you know, a question about the Bible and you're trying to have a conversation with them about it. And because they're, they go to the same church with you and everything. And they're like, I, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a preacher. I'm like I've seen you in this church for the past, you know, all, all my life. You mean you sit in the pew and you have no, that's all you can tell me about scripture is, is that you're not a, you're not a pastor. You can't teach me anything. You know, what are you, you're wasting your time. You, you do better off just sitting on the couch, go watch football, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're wasting yeah. your time being here, you know, now I'm just wasting this much time of mine because I thought you knew something, you know, <laughs> uh no we, we yeah we that's funny but you're right i mean yeah uh move to alaska yeah <laughs> get a, get a, <laughs> all fair joke that nobody will get there <laughs> but uh no you're you're right we should be chomping a bit to do that right now, this is the again this is the good news right that yeah Jesus came, you know, uh, for the redemption of the world. And, uh, yeah. So why, you know, we wouldn't want to be that mentor. I don't know. And so you're right. Those people exist. They do. Um, and on the other side of that coin, if you've accepted a role, uh, any type of role of leadership, that's a, again, I hate to say that you use the word again, but a non-negotiable, that's something you have to be prepared to do. Um, you know, um, on a different level, you know, we all should be, we all have a basic obligation to be, do that. Right. And the word says, be ready in season and out. And, uh, uh, so be prepared. Uh, but, but if, if you've been 
especially if you've been called into a semi role of leadership, then yeah, that's just, just something you don't have on have an option with that that comes with the territory. Well, guys, that's it. I want to do a shout out for everything hey. automotive. They gave us a shout out last week. Hey, appreciate that. Uh, you can hear us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, tune in Google podcasts. I hey. think it's about everywhere you can get your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no more excuses. No more excuses. Like and share. <laughs> Give us a review. Out. too. Leave us a review. Yes, please do. Please do. We've got some ratings, but no reviews, I think. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, interact with us on Facebook. Yeah, do that. Do that. We'd love to hear from some of you guys. Um, Maybe. May. Keep it. Yeah. Maybe. Keep- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put your kid gloves on. <laughs> Please, please. Uh, Well, Tony, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see y'all next time. See you, Aaron. See you guys.